Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Yo. Thanks for coming. Sure. Glad to have you. Hey, mm. I just finished uh, Hellblade, which I believe I talked about on this podcast before. I believe you've mentioned it, yes. So, have I ever given like a quick summary of the game? I don't Is this... What's her face's sacrifice? Sen- Senua. Yeah. Senua. Yeah, sen- um, I don't know that you've given the synopsis. I know what the game was about, but but for the listener, please go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's played it too, but whatever. Okay. He hasn't finished it. Does he know that you played it and you liked it? Uh, well, yeah, but see, here's the trick. Ah. Right, so this is okay. where the mind fuck comes in. Okay. He bought it. Well, this is actually something else we can talk about because <clears throat> God knows everyone has made this mistake. He bought it when it was like full price, mm. and but never played it. Like he still hasn't beaten it. Yeah, that's a cat. That's a that, that's a classic. <laughs> and now it's on Game Pass, of course. So <laughs> he could have played it for f- Game Pass free, right? Um, but probably paid like sixty bucks or something for it, and has never played it through. And it's only a, about a ten-hour game. Was it sixty? I thought it was a cheaper game. I think it was probably 60 when it first came out. I don't know that he necessarily paid 60 for it, but I'm pretty sure it was a $60 game. Okay. Anyways, the quick synopsis would be that you play as Senua, a Celtic warrior, who is making a trek through Viking hell, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, H-E-L. Trying to recover the soul of her lover, I guess you would say, who was murdered by the Northmen, the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And they burned him alive to sacrifice his soul to Hela. So yeah, she's trying to yeah, recover. Yeah, she do. Yeah, yeah. she do. So he's trying, she's trying to recover his soul from the underworld. Ah, nice. And at the same time, she's dealing with her psychosis, which kind of manifests itself in... The main two things would be hearing voices and um, delusions. Very strong delusions. Interesting. And so the whole game is kind of what's real and what's not real. Mm-hmm. Uh, are any of the enemies you're fighting real? Is anything that's happening real? And so by the end of the game, it's you know it becomes clear what is and isn't real. But obviously, it's interesting to get there. And so the game is a combination of some combat with a lot of puzzle solving Mm -hmm. um and the game luckily is like i said it's like less than 10 hours and i think it's one of those games where it was the perfect length almost because by the end i could feel myself getting worn down yeah on like here's the same puzzle i've already done six times right you know like there's a couple go-to's um one of them will be like you'll go to a door and the door will have some sort of symbol on it and you'll have to go find this symbol in the environment to open the door Mm. and sometimes it's pretty obvious and one of them was like uh there was like a light that i was looking for that like shone on a box that was just i couldn't find it and so you eventually get to the point where you're just spinning in circles just like praying you accidentally trip over it (laughs) <laughs> so that happened a couple times but there's that um Prayer. the more the more interesting one was 
you're in an environment and there's gates you can go through and the gates change the environment in some way so for example early on in the game there's a castle wall and normally the wall is there when you go through the gate the wall isn't there so then you have to open a door and then go back through the gate to make the wall reappear and then you can go inside while the wall's there because you need it to be there so it's a lot of like puzzle solving like that um but it ended up being a good game you know i'd say it's like a eight out of ten all right you know so it's solid worth it's worth time. it's worth playing not um, mad you played it no no and like i said it's one of the good things is it's not that long so you know a lot of games it feels like they they think oh we need to do like a 20 30 maybe even longer hour campaign to justify the price right especially rpgs it's like well we got to do a 70 hour game like <laughs> i will say i think you know in that regard if i'm paying 60 dollars for a game you would like some length on it i would like Around 20 hours. I want quality length, though. I right. I don't want length for the sake of length. No, I want 20 quality hours. Like, I bought and played Uncharted 3, you know, and I bought that at launch. So I paid $60 for it, and I beat that game in seven and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? The Uncharted games are all very short. Um, But that was egregiously short. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, I, one of... You know, one of my favorite games of the last several years, Alien Isolation, that clock, I clocked in there right, right around 21, 22 hours. And that was, that was a really good length for a game. Um, you know, there are games that I've certainly played a lot more of. I'm thinking Horizon Zero Dawn, of course, the Mass Effect games. Um, but those were engaging enough with enough story um, I never really felt grinding in those games, um, except for the scanning in Mass Effect 2. But God damn it, I wanted to complete that game. Uh, the, the grindiest thing in the Mass Effect series was when you're driving around in that stupid Mako on these barren planets, and you're trying to find the way to climb extremely tall mountains. Yes. That, that was shit terrible. is the worst part of that game. If they just straight patch that out and just took you straight to whatever building you were supposed to be at on that planet it'd be like a dramatic improvement <laughs> for that game yeah i wish i could play that version of the game see if they uh, here's what they would do if they remastered the game what they would end up doing is they'd be like oh we're gonna do the mako shit but we're gonna make it better instead of doing what you're suggesting and it'll still suck everyone that's one of those things. It's almost like a Japanese developer. You must suffer. <laughs> you know? Grinding just... I know, like, for some people, grinding is therapeutic in a way. But it just pisses me off. Depends on the type of grinding. Like, RPG, like, turn-based combat grinding? I could do that forever. Because I'm grinding towards a goal. You know? Yeah. Like, well, I want to, like, in Final Fantasy VII, I want to get my materia up to a certain level. I need to get a certain amount of money so I could do a thing I want to do. You know, that kind of grinding I'm fine with. Well, that's the trick with any game is you have to convince yourself that there's a good reason you're doing something. Right. And the moment you don't feel like there's a good reason, 
that grind becomes so monotonous. Oh, it's soul crushing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so I was happy with the length of Hellblade, and it was one of those where at the end I was happy I played it, but I was also happy it was over. And if that game would have been another 10 hours long of the same things that I had been doing... My opinion would be completely different. I think I would have chopped like a couple points off the game. <laughs> well, um, when stuff starts getting samey. But it was cool. They did those... Uh, they used those... Um, what's that particular type of microphone called, Bob, where you can actually... Like, people use it for ASMR. Well, you can use um, you can use any microphone for AM, AMSR. Well, it, the one particular one where you it's very obvious. Like, it almost makes it sound like people are right next to you. Um, it has, like, when you see the microphone, it has, like, ears on it, you know? They're Do like, you know what he's talking about? Buy something head microphone. I can't remember what it's called. Oh... Maybe uh, I think maybe I know what you're talking about. There was a point in film school where I had known all the types of mics, and all of that is just lost in well, the wasteland of my brain. Anyways, you really want to play the game with a headset because they have this. They do this great job of the voices in your head. Mm-hmm. They actually sound like they're people standing next to you, That's talking cool. like right into your ear. So good sound design. Yeah. So a lot of the key with that is really turning the gain down. And getting really close to the microphone, and so if you do that, you can get you can get a lot of that ASMR effect, which is a weird thing because not everyone experiences it. Like, even if you record it in that, you know, to try that effect, not not everyone's actually going to experience it. So it's it's kind of weird. Um, but that is nice when you get like really quality sound design. In a game, like that's something I very much appreciate, and I know how you are about sound. So I, am I think you would a little enjoy. Nutty. Yeah, I think you would enjoy going and downloading Hellblade on Game Pass and playing it. And for you, you know, the nice thing is, is it's not that long of a game. And 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 how many gigabytes is that download? I think that's important to know. I think that game was like less than twenty. So okay, that's not bad. That's not, that's that not bad. It wasn't that big. See where we are. We're at the end of the month, so. <laughs> Your data usage. Now you can actually you do things with your data. <laughs> We've been all right with it, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Other than December, where we were just home and we were just streaming nonstop. Well, I think the problem in December too was we streamed The Mandalorian and then we watched uh, a couple movies. Well, and I had that YouTube channel I was watching, and I'm pretty sure it was streaming 4K the whole time until uh, I figured out how to turn that off. Uh, there you go. Um, so. But, you know, we, we ended up not breaking our cap, but... Uh, we got close. We got close. Uh, well, I've been making a concerted effort to not have the TV on the entire time during the day. Yeah. So maybe I'll download that and give it a try. There was some good news today related to the Xbox Series X. So Microsoft gave some more technical specs. And did you see this? Yeah. Um, and the good news was, and I think people had been hoping this, but it's always nice to get confirmation, is that Microsoft said for all their games, if you buy the Xbox One version, you're going to get the Xbox Series X version for free if yeah, you nice. have the Series X. And then uh, Cyberpunk today said, if you buy the Xbox One version, we're giving you the Series X version for free. That's sweet. So, and now Microsoft said it's developer to developer, but... 
I think if enough developers are doing it, it's going to put pressure on the others. Everybody will like, do it then, You're not right. going to be able to charge for an upgrade if enough people are doing it. Right. Um, but at least, you know, there's a big game that's going to be doing that. And so, because well, I, I was thinking, sorry to cut you off, I was thinking previously, I think we had this conversation is, you know, Cyberpunk, I think, comes out in September. Mm-hmm. And the Series X probably won't come out till November or something. They haven't announced a date, but consoles usually come out in November. Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking, you know, I might just wait two months to play it, especially if I would have to buy it twice. Right. And but, I might, I might not even, I might even wait two months anyway just to play the better version of it. But at least now, if you do have it, you don't have to worry about buying it again. Right, you know, cool. you know who's not going to do that? Activision. <laughs> no, they're going to stick it to you, are they? <laughs> they're going to be like, oh no, 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 no we're no, not no, doing no, that. No, 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 That's no, not no, a thing no. we'll be doing. All I wanted from Activision in my life was for them. To make Tony Hawk HD backwards compatible on the Xbox One, and they didn't. Go fuck yourself. That's all I wanted. All I wanted. I didn't even pay for it again. You played the shit out of that game. Yeah. I love that game. We have it on the PC? We do. We still have a copy. Yeah. There is a copy in the house. Yeah. Okay. But Erica, Erica, did you enjoy watching Bob and I play golf the other day? Or was I, I enjoyed watching you guys play the Kings game. Yes, I did. Okay, I didn't know if that was just like boring as all shit. Oh, no, no. Like... I found great joy in watching Bob suffer. <laughs> as you are ought to do. I mean, Izzy got a little uh, temperamental there at the end. Yeah, that's but... it, it Normally, so, I wouldn't care so at hurtful. all. But when it's like reverbing through both your headsets at the same time. No good. That was like, this isn't the most fun. No, yeah, no good. Yeah, no I good. was, I was, you know, there's a solution to this, Alex. Another Xbox? Another Xbox. Mm. Yeah, we're not doing that. Well, I mean, we're going to have to get the Xbox One Series X. There's no, it's not, Bob. I was just say, thinking our car payment will be done in September. <laughs> So we'll have a little, like, extra scratch. So in theory... <laughs> we'll just put aside the October money. In theory, we could actually get the new console. <laughs> for the podcast. For the podcast. It's a business expense, It's a business expense. expense. Actually. There you I'll, go. I'll, I, will, I will deduct it from the tax. Because <laughs> how much is this? Is it going to be 500 No one knows. We haven't known. We don't know yet. Okay. Evidently, Sony is having problems getting the cost of the PS4 below five fifty. PS5. PS5. No, they. Okay, what I read was right now the cost of production is like four seventy five for the PS5, but that doesn't mean that's what it'll be six months from now. Right. Because I think that's got to do with shortages of. the same type of RAM that phones use. And obviously, you know, Samsung and Apple are going to get first crack on this stuff. Well, and that's just the cost to make it. That's not marketing and all the other right. bullshit. So, I mean, you're going to increase the price. All the numbers I saw said 550 is the cheapest Sony things they can do it right now. Um, In terms of what you pay, what it wait, is on the shelf. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think the PS5 is going to be 500 I'm more worried about the Xbox Series X because I just I worry they're going to come out as $600 price point and to me that's death but it's $600 we're not getting it 
that's no, that's, that's too much. I'm not yeah, paying six hundred dollars. No. We'll wait two years, until especially when there's still a stack of games for yeah. this current generation that we haven't played yet. And with Game Pass, it's like you play the Xbox One forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm worried it's going to be six hundred, but we'll see what happens. You know, they're both playing the cat and mouse game right now, where it'll be interesting to see who announces price first. Yeah. Well, and the other, so the other thing is the PS5 um, evidently is going to have a 4K Blu-ray player in it because the the, the dumbest thing they did ever. Correct. Um, well, and you're Sony. That's what I really didn't understand. You're Sony, and you didn't put one in. Well, you're paying yourself for the licensing, right? right. Well, would would if they had a 4K Blu-ray player in it, that is the console I would have bought. Instead of the Xbox One. Um, now, I like the Xbox One. You know, I like playing on the party. Um, but well, and the really, and I don't know if it would have shaken out differently, but we were gifted our PlayStation 4. Right. But when when we got the 4K, when we got the LG. Right, when I we wa- got the TV. When we got the TV. If the we needed the best PS- console to see Charlie Day's Freckles with. Well... Yes. But remember when the TV was sabotaging him in golf? It wasn't the TV. It was the Xbox. Okay. okay. The, okay. No. Okay. It, it, you you blinked like, too like long he, or something. Nothing happened on I the TV. I feel like he was Something's blaming happened. the TV, wasn't he? he was the I wasn't TV. blaming the TV. You the leave the TV, TV alone. Is special. Did we tell Alex that we watched Sucker Punch? Yeah, Bob did text me something about that, that oh, you were okay. getting very angry. Yeah, I was really mad. Why? I've never seen it. <laughs> Don't. It's terrible. It's really that good. It's one of those, like, we did an episode on it. That's the only reason we watched it. We were, like, flipping. I wanted to watch Knives Out, but that wasn't on rental yet. So we were like, okay, do we want to watch something that'll be, like, you know, just fun for us to watch, and then we could podcast about it? Or do we want to watch something terrible, and then we have, like, some meat to talk about on the podcast? We opted for terrible uh, after we saw that Sucker Punch was on HBO Go. Um, It's a bad movie. It's just bad. It's just full of all, like, the worst Zack Snyder tropes. I think he was like, ooh, I made uh, 300 and Watchmen. I'm going to make a movie for me. What is Sucker Punch about? All I remember was, wasn't it a movie with, like, a bunch of women who are all, like, fighters or it's something? a bunch of or... scantily clad chicks that are in, like, a mental institution. Uh-huh. And it's, like, the one girl is, like, using the fantasies to, like, escape from the situation. At least that's what I think they were trying to do. I think uh, Mr. Snyder had seen Inception and was like, ooh. But what if I could jerk off to it? I, I believe he asks that of all of his movies. <laughs> and to be fair. A fair question. Valid question. Um, if you could make porn, I mean. And get away with it and make some real good money off of it. Yeah. But you can't make good money off of porn. That's the high end game really is when you could make porn but be paid millions of dollars to do it. And not have to star in it. Right. That's all. That's the place you want to be, actually, Bob. This just seems like a wank fest for Mister Snyder. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't watch it. It's unfortunate. Oscar Isaac is up in there before he became like a thing. John Hamm is in there for five seconds, not doing anything but being handsome. John Hamm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's from like what 2011. It's from a minute ago. Yeah, a minute. Though John Hamm's always kind of been like he's like a TV guy. He yeah. was never really like movie yeah. guy. Though he, I need to rewatch Baby Driver. From what I saw of him in that, he was pretty good. I didn't care much. For I know Baby you're not Driver, about Baby Driver. That's an episode, though. 
Hey, I want to come back to Sony for a minute. Do you? I do. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get to. Because today it was announced the Sony Xperia 1 2. <laughs> the is, phone. The phone. A is bajillion dollars. $1,300 price tag Oof, ah. for a Sony phone. This is the other reason I worry that the console manufacturers are going to come out with some stupid prices. Because I think they're looking around and it's like, whoa, people are paying $1,000 for a phone. We could get 600 for a console. And of course, the difference is, is that you almost need a phone. Not that you need a $1,000 phone. No, you need all. a phone. You require a phone. But you don't need function. a, you don't need a $1,000 phone. Though. No, but I do think if, if Sony and Microsoft both came out with a $600 console together, it might be a slow start, but it would just it would set the new standard, and no, people, people would, would buy still it. Buy them. Yeah. But the problem would be if one was five hundred, the other was six, then it's a kiss of death for yeah. for one. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But they, I mean, that's the thing with technology is you know a lot of these things have had a consistent price point over time, and with games. They've supplemented it with microtransactions and all the other DLC and that horse shit instead of raising prices. It's called horse armor. (laughs) But, you know, consoles really haven't. Where consoles have started to um, make, you know, try and make their money has been in, oh, you get the the console, uh, you get people to buy the console, so they're going to start buying content. Microsoft has its first-party studio. But they're only going to tolerate so long of taking a loss on a console, of that being a loss leader, um, w- if they think they can actually make money on the hardware too, they will. And it's just a matter of seeing if they can both do it at the same time or not. Because the price of the consoles is going to go up. It's inevitable. It is unavoidable. What in particular about this Sony phone is really of interest to you, Bob? Is it just the price? Well, it's that the Sony, like who buys a Sony phone? Well, okay, that is the problem because if you're Samsung or you're Apple, these are the two I think of, you can almost get away with any price you want because... People in their minds are boiling it down month to month anyway. No mm-hmm. one's really like, oh, my God, I'm paying $1,000 for a phone, even though they really should be. <laughs> but people are stupid. Anyway, so if you're Samsung and you're Apple, you can kind of get away with it. You kind of set the market. If you're Sony or you're LG or you're HTC, who's buying $1,000 phones from you? Well, 10 people, you're like 10 most hardcore customers. I, I'm sure, you know, the the uh, Jumanji movie uh, certainly made me want to buy a Sony phone. <laughs> There's just Sony things everywhere. It's like no one lives this life. This is too fake for me. <laughs> I watch pro wrestling. This is bullshit. <laughs> but the other thing that I think is, one, the, the name is also weird. The Sony Xperia 1 two yeah well this is the problem is when you have products that constantly fail 
the marketing guy always wants to come up with a new name because if you have the Sony Xperia and that bombs, you don't want to come out with the Sony Xperia 2. No. Because then people think to themselves, oh, well, the Sony Xperia 1, that it's was garbage. Well. Right. So, so the Sony like, Xperia so 1, like, 2. Right. Exactly. So then we start adding more letters and numbers <laughs> onto it until you're selling the Sony Xperia XGY 51B. At least they're not calling it the Sony Xperia Sex. I, you know what one of the best things I like about the LG TVs is they have a very clear naming convention if you look into it like just for like 10 seconds. Yeah. You know, like the LG B9 is the 2019 version of the LG OLED. The LG C9 is the 2019 version of the LG OLED, but it's better than the B9. And then you go up in letters, up in letters, more price, more features, right? Yeah. Simple. You know... It's, it's way... It's too simple. You know who has insane naming conventions? Whom? Uh, European automakers. Like, you... Like, go look at, like, the Porsche 911. Now, just go to Porsche... It's just a bad name, anyway. <laughs> like, go like to... Guys! But isn't, but isn't Audi pretty clear about it? Isn't theirs just, like... Audi is probably the best. Mercedes and BMW, who the, the fuck knows? Because there's, oh, buy a 5 Series. Well, there's actually 15 different fucking 5 Series out there. And some of them have an I at the end. Some of them are AMG. Oh, wait, that no, AMG is, is Mercedes. Some of them are M Series. Like, it's so confusing to me. And it's one of those times when I'm like, you know what? I think American car makers have this right. I know what a Ford Explorer is. Mm-hmm. I know. I I know what an F-150 is. This is easy. Yeah, you put the, the same name and you put a year in front of it. This is not complicated. Not rocket science, folks. No. I, do, I have seen a commercial for... I don't know what the name of the car is or whatever, because I'm not going to go buy a $60,000 car anytime soon. But I did see some Volkswagen sedan that looked really nice in a commercial. Now, it's probably like $70,000 or something. But, I, you know, because I, I went to the Volkswagen? auto Volkswagen? Yeah. Hmm. I went Volkswagen the, makes some uh, really nice looking cars. I don't know. I, they make nice looking cars. I don't think it's going to be 70 I haven't liked the look of Volkswagens in years. Like the last Volkswagen. I didn't I, realize your opinion was the only opinion anyone could have, Robert. It is. Um, funny enough, especially on my podcast. Uh, <laughs> let's, wow. let's be clear. It's my podcast. <laughs> but thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, but you know, I went to the auto show and I looked around the floor and nothing at Volkswagen really intrigued me at all. Um, the last Volkswagen I really liked was, um, the Jetta, like the, the early aughts Jetta. Um, I loved the look of that car, but, uh, you know what, you know what automaker wasn't at the auto show and it was really weird. Volvo. Really? Yeah, they weren't there this year. Because I wanted to show my dad the XC90, which is a gorgeous car. Um, But yeah, it wasn't there. It was a real bummer. Um, 
you both are looking at your phones right now. Well, you guys are talking well, about cars, so I don't give a shit. Here it is. Look at this car. The Volkswagen Arteon. Eh. Ignore the stupid yellow color in that picture. Well, That's a nice looking car. It, the, the gallery has shifted to silver. But, I, it, I mean, it looks like, like in uh, Audi A6. That's a nice looking car. It's an all right looking car, yeah. There's nothing distinguishing about it. It's a fucking car. They all look the same. I know. Like a Lambo or something. Yeah. Well, get a Lamborghini. A Lamborghini. (laughs) Lamborghini. Get a Lamborghini Murcielago or a Ventador. You know, sell your house. That's that's interesting. The kids don't need to go to college. Get a Lambo. All the cars look the fucking same anymore. Hey, that Arteon starts at like 35K, which means the real price is probably like 45K. Well, if you want anything on it. Yeah, if you... you Did you want to be able to listen to the radio and turn on the air conditioning? Then, Uh, yeah. Actually, you know, now you don't need any radio features anymore, really. Well, you know, what's going to happen, though, is you're going to go to buy one of those used Alex, and then Volkswagen's going to say, well, there are features on that car you didn't pay for, um, so they're going to disable them by software update. Oh, wait, we're not talking about Tesla. Oh, sorry, sorry. But but that same Tesla has Stardew Valley on it. <laughs> well, then then, so. you, then you gin. That's right where you want to be. Do you just get Stardew Valley? Or you have to pay for it. I think you get it. I think it's just on there. Oh well, then it's worth the price of admission. <laughs> yeah. I mean, got the self driving feature. Imagine Stardew. Imagine you're on a six hour road trip. Now you'll have to stop three times to charge your car. That's another issue <laughs> altogether. Waiting but, like how many like hours for it to charge? But while you're driving and while you're charging, you're going to get to play Stardew Valley on it. It's beautiful. Which right. is better than not playing Stardew Valley on Correct. it. Correct. And yeah, you could just bring your Switch or your laptop or whatever, but that's not a car playing a video could, game. Could you drive your Tesla to the valley? You probably could. You just have to charge it 50 <laughs> times on the way there. And Stardew Valley is like the promised land in Final Fantasy VII. You don't really know where it is. It's kind of a an existential mm-hmm. thing, you know? <laughs> Erica, are you going to be able to make time in your very busy life now with a baby when this Final Fantasy VII remake comes out? I don't know. I haven't had any time for video games. Because, I mean, there's, like, time for video games, and then there's the Final Fantasy VII remake. And I know that game holds a deep place in your heart. It does. It has a very special place in my heart. We'll see. We'll see. Well, and aren't they only releasing, like, half the game? It's episodic. It, it, there's no way it's going to be about. half the game. It's going to be way less yeah. than half the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I might wait until all the episodes come out. I did just replay it on the Switch, so it's like... And I know they're, like, redoing, like, the combat systems, and it's going to be different, and I don't know how I feel about that, because I, I like turn-based RPGs. Would you really... Okay, but for a game yes. that's been out for so long, would you really just want the exact same game with a fresh coat of paint? Don't you kind of want a new experience? Yeah, I guess that's a fair way of looking at it. Because if you're going in for just the nostalgia factor, why not have, like, the shitty graphics, too, you know? Yeah. And just buy the the old version for ten bucks on the Switch, or play it on. I think it's on Game Pass now, isn't it? 
Did not the Final Fantasy come out on Game them, Pass? No, they just put 15 on Game Pass. Okay, but they're I going they're, to, aren't they? Yeah, I think like month to month, there'll be, you know, different Final Fantasies on Game Pass or something. Because I did want to replay 9, but I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon, so. <sighs> Unless I just want to forego sleep altogether. Alex, are you going to play Half-Life, Alex? No. Oh. No. Bummer. That would require a VR headset. And those are for dopes. <laughs> yeah, does anybody like who has those things? Look, look, this is clearly a G-rated podcast, but I'll just say the we only... swear all the time. It is not a G-rated podcast. <laughs> but I'll just say, and this is everyone I know that has or has had VR. The only real use for it is to watch VR porn. Well, that's the only reason that we have anything, isn't it? I'm just saying. So if that's what you want to do, then buy a VR headset. Outside of that, you're going to find yourself basically watching porn and playing Beat Saber. Because <laughs> who, who got We had friends that got the PS4 VR, right? I Yes. And by the way, yes. no one ever admits it. You have to pull it out of them. You know, you, it's like, come on, dude. I went. I know you use that for porn. It's like let's women that even, say they don't masturbate. Let's not even it's like don't lie, don't lie. There's no reason to lie. There was. I met someone over the summer at a bar who um, owns two VR headsets for their PC. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that so they can watch porn with their partner? Maybe because that's kind of nice. Yeah, we we'll do like a thing. Share the thing. Yeah, the thing. Oh, you're doing like um from Demolition Man. Ooh, Ooh. there you go. Yeah, that could be fun. I'd partake in that. Yeah, but could could you imagine like doing that and like, but you still want the tactile feel? So like you're rubbing, and then you're like, oh wait, this does not match what I'm seeing on my headset. This does not make any sense. This this can actually be an interesting thing, though. Okay, you are actually touching each other, but you're both wearing the VR headset. But like in your headset, you know. She's Jennifer Aniston, and in your headset, or in her headset, you're Brad Pitt or something. You know what I mean? Like, this is actually an interesting. This could be some interesting territory for relationships mm-hmm. to really ruin any sort of magic there ever was between you. <laughs> <laughs> two two VR headsets. Two VR headsets. That's that's ridiculous. That's too too many. Yeah, yeah, and and they may have gotten the the new one. The, the, the new H was it the Valve released a new one, right? I mean, I used I to spend care. money on a lot of really dumb bullshit, but cuz those things aren't cheap. No, no, they are insanely expensive. And to be able to run them, you need a PC that is insanely expensive. Yeah. So Everyone I know that gets a VR headset ends up selling it. Uh, you know, it's a it's one of those things. It's like I'd be willing to try it or demo it, but I would never buy one. It seems like it'd be headache city. V- VR is a really cool idea, and one day it's going to absolutely be a thing. Today is not that day. No, it's probably at least ten years off, where the if whole not more experience. Is up to par, and I'm talking like the tactileness, that kind of thing. The the interface, the feeling of you know it actually feeling real, the wearing of a headset that doesn't have a bunch of wires coming off of it, which will take you out of the experience if you have four heavy wires running down your body, you know, 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff, that, and uh, you know, it's like there's got to be a better battery technology so the headset doesn't die in half an hour. You know, it's all that stuff. I, I mean, until they can literally plug you into the Matrix. I'm I was not just going to say, you need the Matrix is what you need. <laughs> now, nah, see, those plugs that they put into their head, that does not look comfortable. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't seem comfortable either. It's been a while since I've watched the movies, but. You were supposed to watch all three yesterday, Erica. Yeah, and instead, we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just completed a rewatch, though, recently, yeah? Yeah. How did it hold up? Uh, I'd say the first movie is very good. The second and third movie are not very good. They're in the second movie, the highway sequence almost saves the whole movie. I'm nodding vigorously. But you know, there's parts of it too that are very dull. Like they go see I always butcher his name, the French one. Merovingian. The, the Merovingian. Yes. And you know, I, I can't remember some people's birthdays, but I remember that. I just want to compliment us on that wonderful transition. I thought that it was, was nice. a, that was a that beautiful was a very good job. Eric. Yeah. Very, yeah, very yeah, clear very, and fresh. I was very impressed. This is why you're here. Yeah, I've been doing this for a while now. So I, I got some, <laughs> there's some skill there. Not a lot, not a lot, mind you, but some Merovingian. Yes. It's a stupid name. Anyways. I wouldn't particularly enjoy the character just because I was honestly having a hard time understanding half of what he was saying. Like, he's running that extra thick accent. Um, I wasn't I wasn't too upset to see Monica Bellucci there. I mean, doesn't... how can you be upset to see Monica Bellucci there? Yeah. She's like Jennifer Aniston where she's just going to look good till the day she dies, oh, probably. Oh, she's stunningly gorgeous. <laughs> but anyway, that whole scene with him and the whole... In... She was in a Bond movie, wasn't she? Maybe. He's like, he doesn't fuck her, but he's making out with her if memory serves. Or threatening her sexually if memory serves. Hmm. As James Bond tends to do. I can't remember which one it would have been. (laughs) I don't don't remember if she was or wasn't in a Bond movie. I feel like she was. But... Maybe it was Spectre. Around that that whole time frame, though, all the buildup. I mean, if you think about The Matrix Reloaded... Um, it starts off with the weird cave orgy. Oh, uh, the cave, the cave rave. Yeah, that was just dragged on forever. Zion, hear me. <laughs> Can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> I was going for a <laughs> warrior's <laughs> reference, but I appreciate you took it to Booker T. <laughs> Uh, you appreciate this podcast on many levels. Yeah, I don't even remember all the various story beats because I was I was just like getting very bored. But because isn't it like they know where Zion is and they're like going for it, like the machines are coming for it? Is that what it is? No, they don't know where Zion is yet in that movie. I don't think. Maybe they do, but don't you find out it towards the end of the third one that? Yeah, they knew where Zion was the whole time. They no, that's just... with the architect at the end of the second movie where he's like, your choice, you're going to choose this because this has happened like seven times before or something yeah. like that, right? You have no free will. You're just going to do the thing that we all know you're going to do. So let's do it so we can get o- get it over with. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just the, the movie was so boring up until the fighting started and there was still stuff like, okay, so, you know, 
I'm not a fan of doing things in a movie that you either don't have the budget for or yep. you don't have the technical expertise for yet because it just isn't its time. Alex, are you referring to the all of the Smiths fight? Yeah, so the fight in the playground or whatever it was where Neo is fighting like 100 Agent Smiths is so bad CGI-wise. <laughs> like at one point... Neo looks closer to Gumby than he looks to a human being. Well, and it was bad then. And it's really it's bad really now. It's really bad. No, it was bad then too, yeah. Even then you were like, this does not look good. No. Um, and now it stands out even more. And I really feel like they, they could have done it in a way. And maybe you couldn't do all of like, the crazy shit he was doing, but they should have explored a way to do that practically. I think it was... I think the movie was more interesting and the fights were better when it was more, we're just going to do some cool looking martial arts stuff. Yeah. Rather than. You didn't need Dragon like, Ball Z fighting. Yeah. And it, again, if you don't have the budget or you don't have the vision to do a Dragon Ball fight, you just shouldn't do it. Yeah. Because um, it needs to be shot in a certain way. And right. You need uh, 2020 computers, not 20, you know, 2005 computers or whatever right. it was. I think it was because the original Matrix came out, what was it, 98, 99? And then I want to say, because I was out at Loris. So was that 2001 that those sequels came out? Maybe. But. Maybe. No, I would have been in high school still. I think you were right. I think it was 2003. The Matrix just felt like a movie where they had a clear vision and the script was tight. It didn't feel like there were any wasted scenes. Um, no, and it's then great you from can, top to bottom. A lot of practical effects, you know. Which is what you need. Yeah. Uh, and if there, and I'm sure, look, there was CGI and everything, I'm sure. But uh, it was, it was lightly laid on there. And then right off the bat in the beginning of the second movie, it was like, remember bullet time? Yeah, we did that. And it's going to be this whole fucking movie, man. Well, because everybody and their mother used bullet time after the first Matrix came out. So by the time you got to the sequels, it was played out. It was like, all right, so what else you got? Oh, really bad CG fighting, huh? And I don't know what it is, but Trinity in particular... Everything they had her do was so corny. Like, all her fighting techniques. And, like, you know, like, for example, I think it was in the third movie when she... Or no, it was the beginning... I'm sorry. It was the beginning of the second movie where they show her she, like, jumps off of a building or a parking garage or something. On the motorcycle. throws right? the motorcycle into, like, a some other building or something. And there's a big explosion. And she, like, lands, like... Do you remember, like, how Shawn Michaels used to pose? Yeah. She lands like that, and they do the tight shot right in on her ass. And well, it's like, you know, the problem this was, is Alex, so corny. But the problem was, was you had a movie that the... The first one, the studio didn't really expect to do anything, would yeah. be my guess, because it seems like they kind of left it alone, and they got to do their thing. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, we smell money. So now we must be involved and ruin it. Yeah, I just... Yeah, the second... Do you the, think it's that, or do you think it's the reverse in this situation? What they, do you mean? They, let, they let the Wachowskis do whatever they wanted. Because, I mean, look at what they've done since. I mean, ah, that Jupiter Ascending 
was it had a lot of great ideas, but it's a mess. It should have been a trilogy. Uh, You're trying to cram too much into one movie, which is like the complete opposite of what Hollywood does anymore. Um, but you know, and I maintain that Speed Racer is a good time. I haven't seen it. I enjoyed it, but you know, like you said, Alex, the first Matrix is a real tight movie, and you know that that is, that is the. You know, that's the effort of a lot of... Second and third movie might have been too much money, too much freedom. I mean, that's entirely possible. The thing that really bothers me about that second and third movie, especially the second one because it's really noticeable, is just how clean everything is. Like, that first movie had some grit to it. Yeah. Like, some dirt. And, like, the you look at the... They're obviously on a set in that second movie for Mm -hmm. stuff. But I will always give them props for the highway fight because they built a quarter mile of fucking highway so they could do, like, the stunts and shit on it. Yeah, yeah. And the that's hi- rad as shit. The highway stuff was really good, but even that, at the end, when the two trucks hit each other and it's uh, oh, Morpheus like yeah. and the Keymaker getting launched in the air and Neo swoops in and saves them, and it's just this terrible CGI it looks terrible. to cap yeah. off this great scene. Yeah. Um, and it's just, And that's what you end up remembering, but, you know... They're not bad movies. Like even, I'd say of all of them, you know, uh, what was the last one? Was that Revolutions? Revol- what was the last one called? Was it Revol? What was it, Bob? Revelations? Revolutions? I think it was Revolutions. Okay. Whatever it was called, that was the worst of the three for sure. Well, and because you had the one guy doing like a bad Agent Smith impression, because like yeah. Agent Smith like got out of the Matrix, and it was like, no, but Hugo Weaving, <laughs> Hugo Weaving is there. Let's use him because he's Hugo fucking Weaving. Yeah, the guy tried. But he did. It is what he it was is. trying, but it was just like, eh. and then it got real Jesusy there, and like, okay, I got it. Jesus, I got it. Thank you. Jesus. It wasn't as bad as like you know Clark Kent sitting in front of the, the uh, stained glass, of uh, Jesus in the church and Man of Steel, but. You all right over there? Come here. What are you doing? What are you doing? Bob the dog is making all the noise. He's got something. What is he doing? Oh, he doesn't want to give up his mouth. He knows he's got something. He doesn't want to give it up. You done? <laughs> it's very distracting. Okay, I love him. Oh, okay. Bob okay. the dog. He's I also there. forgot to close the gate upstairs, and I definitely saw him come down. Oh. So, oh, so he was eating tissues. That's what was happening. So, yeah, I mean, God only knows. <laughs> God only knows. No, no, I closed it. When? He was up there. Oh. Well, I'm not going to go up there. God knows what he's peed Piss on. shit all over the bed. You're not paying me enough attention. Ate everything. Bob the dog, he's a good boy. Alex, I've only ever seen Erica mad at Bob the dog once. And boy, was she pissed. It what was. It I think he told amazing. me about this, but remind me, because I forgot. Uh, he, he he thought it'd be funny, I assume, to... Well, this was... You had fallen when you were taking out the garbage cans. Yes. Mm, yeah, I remember that, Bob. Decimated your knees. Yes. You were in a lot of pain. He was. I was. I'm, st- I'm still recovering from that. So we were in the bathroom. He was we were cleaning his sh- like the stuff up. And we had uh, washed the sheets and stuff earlier that day, so we didn't have any of it back on the bed. 
So we had all the pillows and everything just kind of in a pile on the bed at the head of the bed. I'm helping Bob. I get up, go into the uh, bedroom to grab something, and I notice a wet spot. I walk over. That little fucker peed on our bed because we weren't paying attention to him. I lost my fucking mind. I don't get mad often. Like, truly, truly mad. I don't get mad often. What I do, it terrifies Bob. Well, she's never been mad at me. Yes, I have. Not once. Yep. I'm a saint. No, there were two specific times that I can think of where I was incensed with your ass. <laughs> Could you tell us about that? Yeah, we're not going to go into that now. No. Oh. That just feels a little bad to tease something and not deliver. Is this WWE? Things were said. I didn't appreciate them. But I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Anyway. But no, yeah, I was... I don't think I've made him not sleep with us in the bed. I had him in the cage that night because I was just like... Now, furious. are you sure that Bob the Human didn't pee in the bed? Bob the Human could barely get up the stairs. So, yeah, no, Bob the Human didn't pee in the bed. Hmm. Maybe he teleported up there. To pee in the bed. You know what? I mean, if you have teleportation Bob technology and we've still been driving home from places, we might have to get a divorce. Well, that's just like how I'm secretly super rich and I've just been. Um, oh, you better hope sure I don't find out about that, man. You've, you know, you wanted to stick around for me and not my vast sums of money. See, if that were the case, and then like there was the day where you're like, you finally passed the test. I would like. <laughs> murder you with an axe hey Bob I just want to let you know if I ever pass said test I'll take that money and we can still be friends <laughs> yo fucker the full Susie Green I love Susie oh Susie's the best anyway uh, so yeah I don't know I just I guess I rewatched the trilogy the Matrix trilogy because I was kind of interested to see like what I you know how my memory actually lived up to the movies and it's pretty much exactly how i remembered them um i'm having watched the last two again i am slightly worried about the matrix four i just don't understand why we one i know i know why i know why money i'll go and i'll do the keanu double feature they gotta. They delayed. They're not releasing those movies on the same. Oh, day. Oh come on, Keanu double give, feature. I don't give two shits what they say. One of those movies will blink. But uh, I, I just, where are you gonna go with it? Like, what are you gonna do? I have no idea. I really don't. And it's just like, and Keanu can still go, but it's been so long, and it's just like well, they both look so much older than they did then. Yeah. Especially uh, Carrie Ann Moss. I mean, you know, I watched her on like some of the Marvel stuff on Netflix. She looks way older than she looked in those movies. Oh, well, it's been. I think, I think he, right. It's been like twenty it's been years. Twenty or something. years. I think Keanu would look pretty similar if he cut his hair, but with the long hair, he looks completely different. Yeah, I like the long hair. You gotta leave the long hair. <laughs> well, I would assume he's coming back as Matrix Jesus in that movie. Would be my assumption. Well, at least How, if they do CG now, it'll look good. I I know he has a girlfriend now, an appropriately aged girlfriend. Yes, but how? Like, does Keanu Reeves have the best 
like process for escorting the one night stand out of his house. Like he's, he's he just seems like such a nice guy. He's just a perfect gentleman. Just like, Always gives you cab fare. Yeah. He's a good like, guy. He's a good dude. Hey, you know, it was fun. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> that was hysterical though when like there were pictures of him and his girlfriend and everyone was like <gasps> she's age appropriate. It's like who cares? Whatever. It's Keanu. He can do no wrong. No, Keanu's great. And you, you really just, hope that like you don't find day. out the one there's always the one day, you know? There's always concern about the one day. He but. he was running the child sex ring in the um, pizza store basement. Ah. Yeah, yes. with Hillary. Yeah. In the pizza place with no basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. That was the one. Pizzagate. Pizzagate. It was a real thing. It was. And Keanu was there. Anyway. They are making another Bill and Ted, which yeah, I'm like. I never saw the original. Oh, yeah, it looks, those are great. But I don't know. It's just, and I know why they're doing like all the, because no one has any new ideas and it's just, let's keep banking in on nostalgia for as long as we can. But eh. I think of Keanu Reeves as a better non-Mormon Paul Walker. Cool. Yeah, great. Cool. Yeah, Paul Walker was Mormon. Other, did you he have was? any? Do no. you have any other thoughts on that? Or was but that no, because Paul Walker was like a really nice guy, uh-huh. and he did some a couple of fun movies in the Fast and the Furious franchise, and maybe he could have been a lot more than he was, but you know, he got in a Porsche with an idiot. Um, Wasn't he driving? No, he was the passenger, I thought. Mm. I thought he was driving. I thought he was driving. I was pretty sure. I mean, it's been... That's been a while, too. Well, you you look that up, Bob. I have something for you that I read. Uh Uh-huh. I read some developer, I guess, that used to work at BioWare, or maybe still works there or something. I don't fucking know. He was the passenger. See? Do not question my Fast and Furious tangential knowledge. Okay. You were right. I am looking forward to Dark John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) I read a developer say that in Mass Effect, 92% of people played Paragon. I read that too. Yeah. I and they never play Renegade. They were, they were. I don't know what it is, but I, I was like, oh, I can't. I gotta. The, the, okay, so the, well, let's get to this. Yeah. Why don't you like playing Renegade? I feel bad. It's stupid. I know. It's For the so. Bits? It's so dumb, but I feel bad. I yeah. really do. You know, there is a way to play the game without without bringing Garrus along. And why would you want to do that? Garrus is great. I couldn't do it. I Remember tried. The conversation in three. You you want to deny yourself that? Oh, London, sobbing for all of that. I. It, it's an interesting thought too, because you know, one of the things they brought up in that piece was that they, um, you know, Bioware spent a lot of time developing that whole mm-hmm. side of the arc. But you know, one of the things I was reading, and it, it's a valid point, is it, you know the problem with binary um, morality systems, especially in RPGs, you're still going for the same end goal, like. Right, if there's no... Like, I, I will say in um, Undertale, if you choose the 
there's different endings. Mm-hmm. For you could do the complete, you know, mercy route, right. and that has a completely different ending, and you actually have to play through that. I think you have to play through the game twice to get like the full mercy ending, like the proper ending of the game. Mm-hmm. Then you could do kind of the halfway. We're like, oh fuck, maybe I'm not supposed to be murdering everybody if you're murdering people a little bit, and then that changes the ending. And then there's the genocide run that has another completely different ending. Yeah, with like one of the hardest boss fights. I yeah, I've never uh, played through that way. Well, and I get it. Like when you got especially Sans boss fight, you never did it. Mm -mm. Unbelievable. When you got especially woman up. It looks so, and I'm terrible at bullet hell anyway. That would be a like Erica punches through the goddamn computer screen. Like, no, let's just. It's laugh. like a fifteen minute battle. Right? It's so long, and it, I've watched it, and it just looks so fucking hard that it's like, I'm good, thanks. It'd be a battle kid situation. Yes, it is funny though because the game, uh, uh, the villain that are. are yeah, I think it's the the ultimate villain that actually like calls you out like, oh, you know, if there's any people like watching, you know, that didn't want to like do this for themselves, they're still shit bags for watching somebody else play through a genocide run. It's like, way to call me out, game, because I was curious, but I was never gonna do it myself. So for me, if there's a game I really enjoy, like Mass Effect, I like doing both. I don't like doing an in between playthrough. I like doing a all Paragon and an all-renegade playthrough. So if there's a playthrough where I can be like Jesus and uplift everyone and make everyone's life better and be the nicest person ever, I like to do that playthrough. But then if I can be war criminal Shepard, who has killed everyone she possibly can and does nothing good for anyone ever, I like doing that playthrough as well. Well, you want to see all the content. Right. I would, Yeah, especially in a game like that where there actually is like, some divergence now of course at the end it all comes end up being the same fucking thing but we didn't know that when we were playing through the games originally right and i do um, understand it can be hard but i think yeah if you're gonna have the two paths there should be ultimately there should be different endings properly different endings um, not just what now i do generally start with the good guy playthrough and if it's a game that i think is okay that i don't really want to play through again i might just you know do the one but if it's a game I really enjoy, I do like doing a good and an evil playthrough. I can respect that. Especially if there's actually some differences along mm-hmm. the way. Some and it's not just like... I hate the games where you pick a different like line and their response is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Because well, it's like, why did you even fucking bother then? Don't yeah. give me the illusion of choice, motherfucker. Well, what, um, what I... What was weird with Mass Effect, I mean, you know, obviously they had kind of a big vision of what they wanted, so that was going to be difficult. But they they maintained all the way through 3 that there was no canon, that they there was not the storyline. And t- to me, that really, that pigeonholes you. Because then you can't let any of the arcs get really out of line. And it's such a fucking cop-out. It is. Just pick a cannon. You're going to piss some people off. Who gives a shit? Have some integrity. Stand behind your arcs. And then you can go nuts with your other arcs. Because, you know, when you pick up the next game, you're going to start from a different place. Um, And it can be really fun. But they don't. They didn't do that. 
And then there is no reason to ever play the middle of the road in any game, with maybe the exception of Undertale. Well, no, and what I hate in a game like Mass Effect is if you play the middle of the road, you end up getting a very basic experience because one of the things about Mass Effect is if you're, you know, if you're doing a good person playthrough, as you go along, remember they had good guy, extra good guy right. dialogue options that would unlock, the yeah. blue dialogue mm-hmm. options, or if you're playing Renegade, the red dialogue options. And those options, if you're not going strong one way or another, are just grayed out. Yeah, you can't And so get there will be a lot of situations where you'll just get a very, like, dull or unsatisfactory conclusion because you've been playing the middle of the road. Right. And maybe that's their way of saying, like, hey, don't a play dummy the middle pick of the road. One. Right, right. Don't be a pansy. Pick a side. Well, and it's just, if there isn't a difference... Yeah, I don't know. I liked the way that Undertale did it, and I understand that that's a much simpler game, so it was probably easier to program, you know, three different endings. With three wildly different endings, you know? But, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think if you're putting that much effort in, why the hell not? Oh, Bioware. Now, I've never played Undertale, but I guess, spoiler alert for the anyone who would ever listen to this that doesn't give two shit gives a shit about undertale i don't think anyone ever will but whatever i think you're fine um i've never played it but i've watched some of the stuff on it and do you think that the story is supposed to be connected to earthbound i don't think it's supposed to be connected i think it's just it's kind of a spiritual successor would be how i would say it and i also i've never played earthbound so i can't Mm. speak to that because I think there's a lot of theories that uh, Sans is the main character from Earthbound. Interesting. Interesting. Indeed. All I know is that Undertale looks so good on that PC. That GTX 1070. Oh, it's working hard oh. for Undertale, man killing it the 50 pixels it has to render i would love like a frame rate count on that (laughs) yeah i love that game i'm due for i should go back and replay it uh the soundtrack is awesome it's and i guess uh they what's the guy's name toby fox released is working on it's not saying it's a sequel but it's clearly a sequel called like delta rune or something like Mm -hmm. that that either takes place like in the same it's going to be connected in some way uh, he released like a little like preview of it, like the first chapter, and I haven't like a couple years ago, I want to say, and I haven't played that yet. I figured I'd just wait for the full game. But no, Undertale has a is a special place in my heart. When I got the like super good ending and the way that all plays out, I thought was pretty brilliant for for what it was. I really appreciated it, and like I said, and I like when it's okay. You're gonna make here are choices, and your choices actually have. Consequences. Consequences. Like, if you go through a, on a genocide run and you have a certain number of encounters in an area and then you can go back through it later, you won't have any encounters because you killed everything. Because <laughs> you're a fucking monster and you slaughtered everything. So it's 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 interesting. It's enjoyable. And that Megalovania song fucking rocks. Oh, that's a great song. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. So, hey, I got a topic for you. I'm ready. So, let's say you are, um, you're kind of a, an oddball character in an organization, okay? 
Um, not really respected, but um, treated kind of like as, eh, he's off to the side. But then, suddenly, you start getting really popular. Yeah, you start showing up in arenas. People are chanting with you. You know, they're throwing their arms up in the air like this. Are you trying to make a parallel? Between Bernie Sanders and Daniel Bryan? Yes. (laughs) And in this case, the DNC is trying to screw over Bernie and bury him just like WWE tried to bury Daniel Bryan. Well, the one thing I will say for the DNC and their shenanigans is, you know, if it was me, I would run Bernie. I would have run Bernie last time. I think he had a way better shot of beating Trump. I think he probably would have beat Trump. But anyway. uh, We'll never know. Yeah, exactly. But I will say to the DNC's credit, I guess, uh, Bernie is a far left figure and thinker. And the Democrats are really moderates. So I could understand why they don't want someone who's not really a Democrat running on the Democratic ticket. You want to win? I mean, oh, I'm with you. Look, I would run him. I just said I would run him. No, I know. I know. (laughs) But I'm just saying, I do understand the willingness to fuck him over at your own screwing. Cut off your nose to spite your face. Which I'm pretty sure that the convention, it's in Milwaukee this year, which they were all, people were like, like, that doesn't have nearly enough hotel rooms. Like, I guess, like, (laughs) people are staying in Chicago because there's not enough hotel rooms in Milwaukee for the stupid fucking convention, which is such a Democratic thing. Like, yeah, that's the Democrats right there. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the stupid fucking party in a goddamn nutshell, right? Go us. Um... I do love when people, though, say, like, well, I'm not really a Democrat or a Republican. I'm really more of a moderate. It's like the Democrats are moderates. Right. They've always been moderates. Right. <laughs> They've never been a very liberal party. No, there really wasn't that much difference between the Democrats and the Republicans until the Republicans went crazy go nuts and yeah, yeah, basically. started saying the quiet parts loud. Which, to their credit, has been working. It has. So you can't really argue with success. You can't. You really can't. So, I don't know. I think we're fucked. I got to re-up for the sad shower this year. (laughs) Ever tell you about the sad shower, Alex? I think so, yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's just... And it's legal now. It's just insane, like, how bad they are at this. Like... Well, and you're, like, letting fucking Bloomberg in... How fucking dumb are you? My favorite, though, with this. I don't understand why Bloomberg even showed up to that debate. He should have never debated. Oh, he got pantsed. It was beautiful. <laughs> I'm just saying. Fucking like, from, dummy. From his perspective, why do you even go? And when Liz Warren was just like, oh, you showed up, did you? This is easy. <laughs> it's only that in this day and age, it actually doesn't matter no. if you have women who have signed NDAs. It doesn't. Actually, if I was him, I would let them out of it. And they should just be like. Yeah, he gang-raped me, and then he'll be elected. Yeah, so, pretty much. Uh, you know, I don't really understand why they're under NDA. I don't know what the problem is, right? Yeah. Um, the video of her just tearing into him, though. <laughs> and the look on his face, the sociopathic blank look on his face was 
pretty outstanding. I'm not a Nancy Pelosi fan at all, but the video of her tearing up Trump's speech, the State of the Union, was pretty incredible. In and of itself, yes, but it's such a fucking, like, empty, like, okay. No, I know. It yeah, great. Matter. And what did you do? You approved his budget just a few weeks ago, bitch. So, yeah, thanks for nothing. Um, Yeah, it's just, you keep working. Well, you know, it just, it's just, it, all it said, all it shows is that the Democratic Party is just as corrupt as the Republicans. They're just less good at it they're very bad at it um and you know it's frustrating what's what's funny in it is what's going on in the dnc right now is the same shit that happened to the republicans in 2016 no one thought trump had a shot they didn't take him seriously um they didn't put up a strong candidate who could have won the republican nomination they let too many people run. Oh, oh! did you hear that The Undertaker donated money to Ted Cruz? Oh, he's a big Republican. Yeah. Oh, that's upsetting. A lot of the wrestlers are. I know they are, but Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, there's another senator you could donate to. Ted Cruz, Ugh. to me, is like, you know how some people are like clearly evil? To me, Ted Cruz is more in like the George W. Bush category, where he's more like a lovable idiot who's also just happens to be evil. Yeah. There's nothing lovable about Ted No, Cruz. you know what I mean, though. It's like he's kind of like this affable moron. Nah, disagree. <laughs> They're all, I mean, they all suck. Um, My big concern is that he's going to run out because they were all like, oh, well, he won the two like really like white places. We'll get to Nevada and stuff will be normal. And he fucking pantsed everybody in Nevada. Mm-hmm. So it's like. We'll see what happens in South Carolina and on Super Tuesday. South Carolina will be interesting to see. Yep. Because I know he's been he's been putting in work the last two years. Yeah. Well, so here's 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 my big problem. Like, there is a legitimate argument to be had that Americans will not elect a socialist president. I there's credence to that. Um, but you know it, that that's kind of falls on deaf ears because you spent the last four years doing nothing to elevate somebody, a, a moderate Democrat who could actually win. You, we came into at one point there were what 26 people who could have potentially been on the ballot yep. before people finally started dropping. Like, no. Why is Tom Steyer still on that list? What you doing there, babe? Yeah. Oh man! Oh no! Mm, that is not the look of a happy human. No, it's not. Mm, that's she's she's on the edge right now. You're you're giving her a little love, but she's still right there. She's on the edge. Is she gonna lose it? <laughs> she's hold. She's trying to hold it together. She is. <laughs> she was fine until we started talking politics. <laughs> you can't. It's like you can't not though. That's the thing. Yeah. So when is South Carolina, Bob? Is that next week? South Carolina is actually on Saturday. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, Super Tuesday is not tomorrow, but the following Tuesday. The so uh, first Tuesday in March. Yeah. So the field should be a lot clearer then. Yeah. If you do poorly Super Tuesday, you're 
Yeah, you're you're out. Yeah, really. Um, and I mean, there's a couple of people who are um, who are, they they really got to do well if they're gonna stay in it. Um, you know, I would love it if um we had a pretty clear front runner um after Super Tuesday. I think you will. Um, you know, I think you know Sanders is the front runner right now, but that can change. It's still too early to tell. Right. I do think Nevada was very heartening, though, because they were saying, you know, oh well, he does well with the. And I gotta tell you, like, I don't think anyone. I unfortunately, I don't think any single one of those establishment Democrats would have beat Trump. No. So you have, in my mind, and my stupid naive brain you have nothing to lose by throwing sanders here no you don't because you're losing either way you're you're either because they're gonna an establishment democrat is definitely gonna lose correct but a crazy old jew from brooklyn he's got a chance he's got a chance because there's a lot of things that people like about him. And that means I get more of Larry David as uh, Bernie on SNL. Yes. Which is the really the only reason to watch it at any point. Yeah. To me, Bernie seems, of, of everyone in the Democratic field, he seems the most electable by far. Um, and he really should have got the chance last time. Well, they fucked he's, him he's last still time, gonna, He's still going to get in there, and they're never going to let him do anything. He's going to be a lame duck for four years. But I think it depends on what the legislator looks like. Because I think if you got him at the top of the ticket, that could help. Yeah. You know? Well, if you get him at the top of the ticket and he, because it's not, it's not, it's almost, it's not as much about what he would do in the next four years in the, as the president. It's what he would do in setting the tone of the party. Right. And setting up more liberal people in lower ranks. And also the things that he wouldn't do. Um, see the orange one um so uh, you know i again i really don't think there's anything to lose by throwing sanders the only reason bloomberg is in this race because he's worried about being taxed right because the billionaires oh no we can't have bernie in there bernie might actually make me pay my fair share i might only have 92 percent of the money i have now my life will be ruined. What could I do? How will I live? Well, and I think these motherfuckers are hoarding this cash like dragons. Like, you're you're not going to be able to spend this all in even, like, the, the third descendant's lifetime. Like, like dragons hoard what? Gold. Okay. Do dragons uh, hoard gold? Here, I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Here, here's... Here's where uh, Dragon usually has a pretty rad hoard. Yeah. You know, a lot of like just shit. Dragons mm, like to like yeah. accumulate right. shit and be like, look at all my shit. Yeah. Okay. And you can't touch it. But if you kill the dragon, then you get, you that, get, his you shit. get that rad shit. But you also take on his curse. If there is a curse involved. Yeah. Sometimes there's not, sometimes there is. You okay. gotta be careful with that. It's a risk reward type scenario. And I would Alex. like to I would like to ask you guys what you think, because you know, M- Mayor Pete, whose name I can't say, uh Buttigieg. <laughs> Excellent. Um, he was Kevin, he had some steam for a while there. It seemed, but it seems like it's kind of dying out now. And it was on. I find to me when I listen to him talk, he comes across as very fake. I don't know if you have that feeling. I was done with Mayor Pete when um, the connections came out that 
he you know he was he, he had funding of this shadow ink which come on for fuck's sake i just call it evil corp at that point um in the in this app in iowa like at, at that point i was like you know fuck you um and and that and i hate to say it but that's a lot of the way i feel about this election is i'm not going to just do what the dnc says you know no fuck i'm not you know i'm not fuck i'm not ever voting for trump but I'm not going to go into the booth it, for oh, the I primary. Oh, I my parents today. I was like, if Michael Bloomberg is the nominee, I am not voting for him. I No. It's I'll like, write somebody in. Ultramantis Black for the win, please. I mean, it's a little easier coming from Illinois to say that. But, you know, it's like... I, well, I'm no, not, I'd vote I'd write in Bernie is what yeah, I would do. Yeah, that's what I would do, too. But, you know, it's like I'm... I'm not just going to do what the DNC says because that's what they're clearly trying to do is well, to say, it, get in line. It's just like, you guys, what? It, why are we walking through the last four years with our fingers in our, our ears and our eyes, like, shut? Like, what do you, what, you, you guys are so, you either just don't care because it ultimately really doesn't affect you. You fell for the impeachment Or trap. you're just fucking dumb. I still maintain you had to do something. You, that was the trap. There was no way you couldn't do you something. You had to do something. You had to. But the whole thing is, they I I swear they they probably set it up for him to do that intentionally to set him up for impeachment knowing no way that they would ever convict him and remove him from office so he would go into the election year having won that battle. Which I think is a little too forty chess because I think some people think that way. I think he's a fucking dummy and just does he's a the dummy. He wants. But Mitch McConnell isn't. No, he's not. He, oh, he yeah. No, Trump's a dummy. Mitch McConnell but is the root of all that is surrounded evil. Surrounded by some very smart evil people. But what you have to do then is you take that and you use it as your messaging. We could have convicted this asshole if we had the Congress. We need the Congress. But they don't do anything. I know that. I know. And, and it drives me fucking crazy. I do, I do think this year, though, when it comes to the congressional elections, I think the Democrats are going to win a lot of seats that they didn't have before. We'll see what happens. I think that's going to be more than the presidency even. That's really the big deal is they have to take control of the Senate. You need the Senate. And, and you need Mitch McConnell the fuck out of there. Yeah. If, if they can actually take control of the Senate, then you can kind of tamper down all the fucking evil that's going well, on. Well, even if he wins again, it's like, okay, well, we're not... Well, but the Democrats are idiots. They'll still vote in all of his people. But it's like... <sighs> yeah. Well, could you end up in a trap? And that trap is if you if you go in and you, you just... You don't... You don't approve any of his appointees or any of that other bullshit... Then the Republicans turn it against you to say, well, you're just obstructionist and their base, you know, goes along with that. And Which they are, them. too. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a the, it's just he, here's what sucks. We're aligned. I, you know, I, I don't consider myself a Democrat, but I, I align with them for the purposes of our stupid binary party system. We're aligned with a party. That has lost the last 30 years of politics. And isn't interested in learning how to win. Yeah. And it's infuriating. Because, I mean, and we're seeing it now, it, it's the Supreme Court. It's 
it all came back to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell knew that. Yep. And that's what he played for. Who sits in the White House is not nearly as important. Nope. Yeah. No, it's not. I, I really, I like like all people, I uh, have a strong dislike for Mitch McConnell. But you have to admit that that guy is really fucking smart. And he has engineered some long-term game plans to near perfection. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking annoying. Yep. What's fucking annoying is... Well, because it's like the Democrats keep being like, well, that's not the way things are supposed to be. This yeah, is the way it, things it's, are supposed it's even to be. worse because they keep playing along and it's like, oh, well, you know, they think it's like real politics where it's like you rub my, my back, I'll rub yours. Yeah, Mitch no. McConnell's never rubbing your fucking back. Well, that's what's so He'll infuriating back. about Joe Biden is he's like, well, I worked with a lot of these people and well, it'll go back to normal afterward. Like, no, it won't, no. you stupid fuck. What, no. what, fuck, you, did you see what they did to your president, you motherfucker? How stupid are you? Sit down. You can't unring the bell. No, the bell is rung. Yeah, it, I mean, and the Democrats, if you are ever going to get back to something that resembles normalcy, I mean, you gotta go just all out war. Exactly. And, I mean, it comes back to, look at a lot of the problems you have in the United States through the course of our history and a lot of it comes down to we were never really willing to go all the way in what needed to be done you know they should have without a doubt executed all of southern leadership after the end of the civil war oh big time yeah and they didn't no you let those people were back in the government they were leading within 20 years right Again, you, you know, you go into, uh, you know, the civil rights and, you know, there are plenty of people who should have been tried and executed for their roles and as clan members. Um, we should, you should, it should be illegal to be flying a Nazi flag yes. in the United States. It should be illegal to fly a Confederate flag. People who fly a Confederate flag, in my opinion, are traitors to the United States. I'm just like, oh, good. I know you're a racist sack of shit, and I don't have to deal with you. But we, that's the problem. We never go no, all the I way. No, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I know. But you're and, getting all hot. Well, yeah, Bob's getting hot. Off. Well, the Germans did a way better job of handling this type of thing, too. It was yeah. like, if you... Fucking fly a Nazi flag. Done. We're tossing your ass in jail. Well, and you'll be lucky if we don't kill you. I would also say, though, they came out and they were, like, properly ashamed of what they yeah. did. We were not ashamed. Because, really, everybody else was kind of like, yeah, well, okay. Yeah, they're they're inferior. Well, so you know, you know Erica, the Confederate flag is just a symbol of Southern pride. Well, here's the thing. Even if you're a dummy who genuinely believes that and I'm, I'm sure there are some people who oh, yes. genuinely believe that yes that's great however it's still a symbol of this other horrible thing so that's great that it means that to you but it doesn't just mean that what are what is there to be southern proud of by the way like could you name something Disney World. Losing. And there are nice parts of the South. New Orleans I'm has not, pretty good food. I'm not saying food. there aren't nice parts of the South. Charleston had good food. It's pretty. 
No, I mean there 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 are good parts of the South, and there's good people down there yeah, too. We shouldn't paint it all with a with a tainted brush. The pro the problem with the South is bat is uh, extraordinarily racist leadership, mm -hmm. um, very poor education. And uh, and let's not act like it's great up in the north either. There's plenty of racist, sexist shit. Oh up yeah, there too. there's lots. Of, I mean, there's racism everywhere. I mean, and unfortunately, it does skew more to rural areas um, than not. Um, I especially, I, I love the hypocrisy of farmers, um, but <laughs> that's another conversation. Uh, you, you know, it's. I just. I, people in certain parts of this country see themselves as much more as being like from the region they're in than from the country they're in. And I've always, um, oh, I've, here we go. I've always, here it comes. I've always seen myself as an American. Oh, I thought we were going to get it at the city state thing. No, I've always seen myself as an American. Uh, not, you know, I was never a Pennsylvanian. I was never a New Jersian. I don't even know what the fuck you call them. Uh, um, <laughs> Douchebags. <laughs> you know, I'm not a Chicagoan. I'm an American. There are lots of parts of this country that I absolutely love. Um, some of them in very rural areas that are very red. Some of them in, you know, like Chicago, New York, San Francisco, um, LA can burn in hell. Uh, but, LA sucks. <laughs> but... You know, <laughs> Alex is nodding emphatically. <laughs> the traffic alone disqualifies oh, it from terrible. ever being a nice place to live. But, it, you know, that's the problem that I have, though, is like I see myself as American. The national parks mean something to me. Just this country as a whole means something to me. And to see it being the what, you know, white nationalists are doing to this country right now is such a shame. But it, you know, it. But Bob, it, white history is being erased. <laughs> that is yeah. the funniest part, that there's like this whole idea of like, the the minorities are trying to make us the minority. What's like and trying to oppress us? Like, what are you talking? It's about? like, dude, I'm a white guy. We're at the top of the fucking food chain, man, and we're gonna be there for our whole lives. We'll be dead well before I was going to say, changes. for at least yours. Yeah, but that's it's, what I'm you're, you're coming, It's going to come back around eventually. In theory. And those people are going when, to pay dearly for when what the, when the there's enough When there's done. enough crossbreeding where eventually everyone is brown, sure. But now it's like, I'm a white guy. Things are good. There's nothing wrong. Well, and the whole concept, though, is that it's like, just because equality doesn't mean that people are going to be taking something from your equality that's yeah. not how it works and i don't think that people really understand and i know this from having to try to explain it to some people is that they don't quite get the systematic oppression and how behind the eight ball minorities have been mm -hmm. it's like no you don't understand like it, it was i think they did everything they could to fuck over black people what? in every single way possible one of the things that really you know struck me is when when we were growing up the civil war seemed so far away it seemed like something we were studying out of like ancient history um and you grow up and you're like oh and you're like wait a minute that really wasn't that long ago and the civil rights movement wasn't that that's like 
Yeah, I mean, that was, what, 20 years before us. That's it. Yep. We have lived longer than that Yep. at this point. Um, and, and that's what, you know, and it was pretty recent, actually, that this, this really hit me. And it's like, you know. Was it while we were watching Watchmen? No. Okay. Um, though that was something, too, though. That was huge. Like, we were watching the Watchmen uh, miniseries on HBO. I legitimately thought that was something they made up. Because there's this Tulsa massacre. Uh, what was the year? 21? 1921, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. That I had never heard of. You had never heard of. Yeah. Uh, I think Bob went on Wikipedia just to see. Like, he's like, this can't be. But it was like, no, that, that was a thing that used to happen. Yeah. The clan would roll into black towns and just fucking kill everybody. Well, and this was, you know, it was a, a wealthy black neighborhood. They were actually doing really well. Right. And you can't, can't have, have that. that. Can't have it. Um, and now people are upset that they're calling it the mass- the Tulsa Massacre. It was like they're trying to rebrand it. Oh, the Tulsa Race Riots. No, 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 it's a massacre. massacre. And people were like, yeah. Um, so, But we don't learn about that stuff no. because history is written by the victors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't take, you know, we're not, people aren't asking you just to like open up your checkbook and write reparations to the nearest black family. Um, oh, for being real. Maybe you should. Probably should. But, I think the very basic thing is you have to acknowledge that if you are a white person, man or woman, in this country, mm-hmm. you have been afforded certain and certain you know privileges, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. above and beyond African American people and if Latinos you, and pretty if, much everybody else. Th- that and the other thing is, if you know, if you are friends, or even just know black people. Someone in that person's family was alive. Someone they know was alive for some of the worst racism mm-hmm. you can possibly imagine. And then that person knew someone who was affected by the Civil War. Yep. Like, that is how not that far back it was. So there, one of the things that drives me nuts is when people are like, oh, just get over it. It's like, or no. I wasn't there. Why are they mad at me? Okay. People say that though. And it's like, all right, you're just a dummy. I'm going to stop yeah. talking to you. Yeah. Cause there's no changing your mind. Cause you're, you're just a stupid person, but so I'm going to go about my day. But again, back to my thing, like there, there's a lot of these. Remember how we were comparing Daniel Bryan to uh Bernie Sanders? Yeah. Well, and and you and guys to... weren't having it at all. <laughs> so we just moved on. And, and, to, and to your guys point of what you just said, Erica, that's why when I was in an Xbox party with some fucking dork yeah, and he this, starts yeah. saying, you know, the, I was joking that the, you know, he said the Confederate flag was a symbol of Southern pride and tell me one thing Donald Trump has ever done wrong. It's like, just get away from me. Just get away from me. I'm not having this conversation with you. Just fuck off. Well, I was talking to somebody. You're too stupid for this conversation. Somebody about this the other day, too. How it's like, it's not just, it's a cult around him now. Because dear leader, anything he says can never be wrong. Do you remember when the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl? And he tweeted out, this is great for the state of Kansas. And it's like, no stupid. They're not in Kansas. Kansas City is not in Kansas. But then you had people were like, well, it's like right on the board. It's basically, People make that mistake all the time. It's basically Kansas. It's like a team for both states. Like, it's, you can never be wrong. 
Nothing he says can... We have to rewrite things so that he's right. We can't have that. It's a cult, is what it is. People are so taken... And I don't understand why they're taken. He's done nothing for anyone. The, the worst of the worst, though, is when he gets on stage with some of these evangelical leaders... And they're like, oh, he's so great. Well, that's just, I already knew you people were pieces of shit. Now all you're doing is confirming my bias. So, cool. Thanks. Thanks. But marriage is sacred. Yes. I don't understand shit like that. I really don't. And I think the problem is, is I care too little. (laughs) I think that actually is the issue. (laughs) Because, like, the other day, you know, not to toss um, our favorite listener under the bus... But he was. But you kind of do it every episode, yeah, so whatever. He'll, he'll enjoy it. He'll enjoy it, and then he'll tell me how I misrepresented him or whatever. <laughs> so you can actually get online and you can argue with him if you'd like. But we were talking about the whole transgender people using the right bathroom thing, and I was just like, for me, because I don't care at all, I would just be fine with gender-neutral bathrooms. Like everyone comes in uses the same bathroom i don't give a shit i'll i'll shit next to a woman i don't care it doesn't matter to me oh i've I walked don't... right into it like because every concert i've ever been to the line in the women's room is a fucking mile long hellscape that mm-hmm. i'm gonna just wet myself in and the dudes is like there's no line at all right so it's like fuck this i'm going in there and and i don't care and his whole thing was like well i don't want to take a shit next to a woman and all this stuff who cares it's like, if you're married, exactly. you're shitting in the same bathroom that a woman shits in anyway. Who gives a shit? Right. It's like, I don't I don't care. And so that's why I thought for me, you know, for me, I don't care either way. If a transgender male to female wants to use the women's bathroom because that's the gender they identify with, great. Who cares? Yeah, I don't give a shit. One, like... How would you ever even know unless you're, like, stalking this person? Like, hey, drop your pants. Is that a dick? (laughs) You're transgender. (laughs) Get out of here. You know, like, who first? Only lunatics care. And this is also a situation. It's such a small portion of the population. Most people are never going to even interact with a transgender person, let alone have to worry about being in the same bathroom. I I, I will say... Go, go, go ahead. Here, here's the question, and this is something that I've read online, and I would genuinely like your opinion on this because I, I just don't know how. Because uh, it's one of those things you read it, and it seems reasonable when you're reading it, but you're not. Nece- so basically, <laughs> what the person said is that um, they were a rape victim, and if they were in a locker room with a transgender person and they pulled down their pants and they had a penis, that that would be traumatizing i mean does that hold water is that a bullshit argument i think if you have that issue you need to go seek therapy i mean i'm sorry that person got raped that's terrible but if you have that issue where you can't be in the room with someone else who has a different genital than you I mean, I can understand why someone would be uncomfortable. However, what I would say about that is I feel like if somebody, if you are, you know, a a transgender woman and you haven't fully transitioned yet or you just, I don't want to have the surgery because, you know, you don't have to. um, I don't know that they're just ripping their pants down in a locker room type situation. No, it's one of those. Because they're going to be, they're in danger. Right. 
You know, you're right. not They're just... not going to be like, hey, here's my cock. Which, by the way, doesn't even happen in a male locker room. Right. Like, if it's all dudes, dudes are in the locker room. No one's trying to show off. Except, except the for, oldest there's guys. Some, like, there's some weirdo. Well, sure, maybe the old people, they just stopped caring. I will but, say, it's usually people who just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Like, I've been in women's locker rooms. Like, my buddy Sheila took me to this uh, uh, aqua aerobics class. We were, like, the youngest people in there by, like, 50 years. It was amazing. <laughs> and the locker room, it was just a whole bunch of old ladies just walking around topless. And it was kind of great, because it's... It's just like they don't give a shit. Let's fucking party. Yeah. But but most people, most quote unquote normal people, they want to get in the locker room, you get change as fast as possible. as possible, get the fuck out of there. I think that's just one of those straw man arguments, though, Bob, where it's like obviously the rape victims' feelings are are valid. You mm -hmm. know, obviously that would be triggering for somebody. But I also don't like I said I don't think if you're a trans woman who hasn't had the surgery, you're just throwing your pants down in a situation like that. Yeah, it seems unlikely. It just seems like one of those like scenarios that somebody who's anti-trans thought up to throw out there and be like, see, see, see. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just like a total, exactly like you said, it's a total straw man argument, you know. And most, I will also say, though, people... I do think that the, the, tr the trans population and even the... the just the LBGTQ plus community population is a lot bigger than we think it is because people are terrified of actually saying that they are. I think there's a fair amount of just LGBTQ people in general. I would say there are not that many transgender people. I, I think there's more than you think that there are. Like what percentage of the population I of the have, country? I have no idea. I like, like take a genuinely guess. Genuinely, I have no clue. I'm not going to take a guess because I don't know. I'm just saying I think that there's more but because they people genuinely fear for their lives if they come out that they just don't say anything. Yeah. So my 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 guess would be in terms of people, not people who maybe I'm just talking about transgender people now, not people who are quote unquote in the closet and don't want to admit maybe to the outside world that they're transgender. But I'm talking about people who are actually like outwardly portraying themselves as the other gender than what they were born. I I'm sure it's probably not a huge for, percentage. For my guess, I would guess like we're talking like less than 1%. So according to a 2017 Gallup poll. There's Bob. Bob um, the, 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 the data. The data guy. Uh, concluded that 4.5% of adult Americans identify as LGBT. With more women identifying as LGBT compared to men. Because it's more socially acceptable for women. Yeah, so figure that's if that's the if that's the percentage that seems of, low to me. If that's the percentage of people that are willing to um ad, admit you know, that admit they're it. gay or bisexual or whatever right. queer, whatever else. Um studies are um uh, but from what it, from what it looks like, you know, and they try and make adjustments for this, but it's it the it looks pretty reasonable under ten percent. Silence. Yeah, I for I I would say it's my my whole point is on the whole thing, and that's all LGBT, not right, right, not right just right. transgender. It, it, my, the only point I bring that up in and said like, oh, is a good guess or whatever is is that the likelihood that you would 
be in the same bathroom with someone else who's transgender is so small to begin with. And then the idea that, like, they're just going to ruin your day because, oh, my God, I'm shitting next to the other gender. Who cares? Who fucking cares, man? It's a total made-up BS thing that doesn't actually affect anyone. Oh, my God, some child predator is going to be in the bathroom and they're going to be pretending to be a woman. Well, that's the other thing, too. It's like it's it's really like, why are we making that assumption about people? Hmm. Like, really? The other thing is that I think a, a lot of violent crime happens from people that you know, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think people are willing to kind of accept that. It's always easier to be like, well, that's the stranger that's going to do something to me. And that's not to say that that doesn't happen. But it, it's it's all straw man arguments just to shit on people who, like... Are uh, different. Are different, and a lot of the population either just doesn't give a shit about or can't be bothered to care And, and I really, I truly believe, I think the vast majority of people really couldn't give two shits if you're male to female or female to male or you want to dress whatever way or however that doesn't mean people aren't going to like give you looks or because you're out of order you know you're not the normal you're not the norm the quote unquote norm right. right um that doesn't mean people aren't going to crack jokes or something because that's just humans but i think the vast majority of people don't care and the people who are out there fucking running in the streets well like, and there's there's a big difference between tolerance and acceptance you know right and um, you know, it's not reasonable to, you know, expect people to accept, um, to accept it. Um, it is reasonable to expect people to tolerate it. Yeah. You know, and just treat me like you would treat anyone else. Right. And the truth is, is that most people treat other strangers like they're strangers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's fine, but you don't have to be in the bathroom like, Oh, you can't be in here. You're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> well, and I've seen in a lot of places where they do have these stupid bathroom laws. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll use what it says on my birth certificate. I'm like a man now walking into a woman's restroom. You don't think that's causing more of like a problem for people? Well, and who? It's like, you know, I don't know in, in terms of like transgender people, how many people pass, you know, how many people who, if you're male to female, you look female and no one would ever even know. But the truth is, is that most people, I mean, I don't know to say most people, people have probably interacted with transgender people that they had no idea. And mm-hmm. so they're going to walk in, use the bathroom. You're never even going to fucking know. Like I'm going to be in the bathroom. There's going to be some other random guy. I'm not like... Well, you're like staring him down. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, hold on. Is that a vagina? That's a vagina. You're transgender. Well, to do that, you would have to <laughs> no. burst into the stall. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. These are like... Alex not... kicks down the door. What's going on in here? These are not real situations that actually yeah. come no, up. No, it's all strawman arguments for bigots to be bigots. That's all it is. It's like, oh, we found a thing that the evangelicals get mad about. This will help them vote for us. So let's shit on this poor... Uh, this population. And that's the thing that to me that's so crazy is the these evangelical crazy motherfuckers are spending so much time talking about something that has no impact on their life, people they've never interacted with. 
It's like, you know... These are the same idiots, though, that spend entire days standing outside of women's clinics with, like, pictures of fetuses, so... Yeah, it's like, this is just, like, the new beach ball to fucking bounce around because they lost the gay marriage thing. They were bouncing that beach ball around for how long? But well, years. The, the, the thing and the thing you got to remember, though, is that they will continue to be at it. And, I mean, they're still pushing Roe v. Wade. Yep. Every Oh, that's year. gone. Yeah, that's that's done with the Supreme Court. As soon as they get a uh, a case to go up that far, yeah, that's done. You know, that's done. So you you can't you can't just take you can't take it for granted that oh no, it's it's no. it's resolved. Well, that's the problem. You do take it for granted, and then shit like this happens. Mm-hmm. That's the that, that was the whole problem with 2016. We took a whole bunch of shit for granted. Mm-hmm. Now I do want to Wisconsin for granted. You took Michigan for granted. You took Pennsylvania for granted. Why go visit these places, Alex? It's in the bag. We got it. <laughs> now, here's a here's a question for you. Since we're talking about the uh, t- trans folks. Um, sports. Sport ball. Mm. And women, or trans women competing in We should also events. say that we, we, have, we are speaking to this shit with absolutely no authority. No. no. This is just three white idiots sitting around a table yeah. having a conversation. Yes. Well, aren't all the best conversations had between three white idiots? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just throwing that out there. You know, I mean, I don't want... I, no one Go. listens to our podcast, no. but I don't want anyone to be offended. It'll only be listened to by other idiots. We don't, we don't mean... I don't mean to be insensitive do, in anything, in any way, just... I do mean to offend... Racist douchebags. Oh well, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think those people like they. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on. If they'd like to sponsor us, <laughs> yeah. well, that's, that's a different story. That's, that's a different, different story. story. If they want to give me money, I can pretend to be something I'm not. We can start up right an Alex Jones style podcast. Oh yeah, for some cash. I mean, sure. If someone's like, "Hey, we'll give you a million dollars if you start acting like Alex Jones," I'd be like, "Yes, sign me up." <laughs> when can I start? Please. Sport ball. Sport ball. Um, I do want to. I do want to ask. Uh, talk about this because, um, you know, it's there have been a number of uh, incidents where uh, lately, where uh, you know, someone is suing a transgender athlete for coming and competing um, in their sport um, and dominating. Because they lost to him. This is that one area where I think there is some credence to the argument. Well, the first thing I'll say is, is that I think there is a discussion to be had about this, but I don't think that anyone ever, except for maybe a couple of loony people who are trying to make a point or something, have gone through a transition to dominate the other gender's sport. I disagree i absolutely disagree um you th- so you there think are definitely people who are shitty enough and petty enough that they and who can't make it in their own sport that they would do something drastic to go and be able to dominate in another uh, sport i don't know about that i, I point I, to I donald trump himself <laughs> president tiny hands who got insulted by a black man and so he ran a scorched earth campaign to go and ruin the United States 
just to spite Barack Obama. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying there aren't people, but it's such a small percentage. But I think no, I don't think it is not in sports. People cheat relentlessly in sports. Absolutely relentlessly. Any advantage to get on the podium, people do. It's the one time I think there's some credence to this argument. I the, literally nothing I put nothing by someone trying to get on the podium. I think um, if it comes to something like uh, where you're trying to hurt someone else, like MMA or boxing, I think if you're a male to female transgender athlete and you want to fight other women, I I think that should be disclosed at least so everyone knows what they're getting into. I don't I don't know though I don't know enough about it to say like you know if you're on estrogen for x amount of time does that remove the advantages you would have had before i don't know enough about it i was gonna say i don't know enough about it to speak to it i think that's kind of my point though is that there's there's not enough information about this yet and you know it's kind of the way the sports world is reacting to it is kind of mixed where you've got like that one runner who is they just were like no well weren't they more um the runner i know who you're talking about i can't remember her name wasn't she like intersexed like she wasn't transgender i I can't remember i think it was some i think she had some sort of medical i don't think she was transgender either i think it was just she produced more testosterone okay yeah and they were like well you can go fuck yourself and it was like are you serious and that and that's to me that's a weird thing because if you're a woman who just naturally produces more testosterone than other women isn't that just your natural advantage yeah because is not is is shaquille o'neal not naturally advantaged over other basketball players like isn't that part of his advantage that he's a huge jacked up dude but he can dunk it <laughs> dunking's fun, especially when they like dunk and break the backboard. They can you know? dunk. I want to watch. That's what but, I want to watch. And, and to me, that's the same thing when it comes to running. Is okay if you're a woman who naturally produces a lot of testosterone, and you haven't done anything to make this happen. You know, they weren't like pumping HGH into mm-hmm. your fucking veins right. when you were 13 or something. Well, um, I hope they weren't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what. I, People will do crazy sure. shit to Bob's point. Yeah, well, people will. I mean, and I I'm think, sure if the Russians could figure this out, they would happily do it in the Olympics. But I think, well, and what I was reading, and again, obviously not the most research that could be done here, but what I was reading is um, the real point is to how did you go through puberty? If you went through puberty um, as a male, that is the big difference because that's what sets your bone structure, your weight distribution, um, and you know your height, stuff like that, your overall mass, um, which make, which ha- give you very large advantages um, over women in many a- athletic events. Um, I, I I mean I think it's a tough question. Uh, and what I what it it's not one of those ones that you, me, and Erica are going to sit here and solve the answer to. What dismays me is that it doesn't seem like anyone 
who has authority or really could speak to this in a non-biased way is doing it. You know, the conversation just seems 100% political. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, or or is absolute. Yeah, I just don't know enough about it. And I guess I'd have to go read a bunch of like, you know, I'm sure someone's done like studies on this or something like like, uh, for example, does, you know, I don't know anything about like if someone's 25, if you're a 25 year old guy and you're six foot two and 200 pounds and you go through the transition to a woman you know you do everything you do the surgeries you're on estrogen for five years you're you know whatever everything do you lose your physical advantages that you would have had over women i have no idea i don't know anything about it the point of what i was reading is like you're gonna lose some muscle mass for sure like not having that testosterone definitely is going to make oh, yeah. you slower and weaker. But it's not like your bone structure changes. It's not like your center of mass changes. The and those are things that in men is a natural advantage that women don't have. You know, you, women are much more centered around the hips. Men are higher up. Men generally have longer bones. And you know, the, it's the it's that going through puberty is the argument that I, th- I think I, read. I think the thing would be is that, you know, because uh, it's like a, I remember there was like four or five years. Where did ago. you read this? Oh, they were. I'd have to pull it up. OK, I remember. Four, I, know, I just feel kind of like uncomfortable, like talking about it because I don't know anything about any of it. You well, know what I mean? I remember maybe like four or five years ago, there was a transgender woman who fought in MMA, Fallon Fox, and she was okay you know like we're not talking about someone who was like a top tier athlete and she did okay she beat a couple other girls and then it came out that she was transgender and that's why people got mad because it's like hey you you know and she was a big girl she wasn't like small so it's like hey you know you probably should have really been disclosing when you're getting in here to fight natural you know like naturally born women that what they're getting into because you're in a you're in a competition where you're fighting each other and you know there's never i guess my point is there's never been anyone who's like a top tier athlete and they're transgender so there's never been like a you know um a ronda rousey level Mm -hmm. competitor who's like the top woman in her field but also was transgender so this has never come up as like a what, hot button topic where where i've seen it coming up is at the is, because i'm uh, sorry to cut you off because yeah. i just want to make the point if, if because then the then what you would wonder is is this is this woman top tier because she's just that skilled and that much better than everyone else or is there an advantage and i have no idea where i've where I've i think ge- there just needs to be more studies about it yeah, it's also it a, needs it's a, a fairly more. new thing, right? Well, and that's my that's another part I wanted to to you know make the point about is this a lot of this is coming up in like high school level sports or college level sports, like it's not risen to um, you know the pro level really yet. Um, so I don't know. I think it's a I think it's an interesting question. 
I think there's a lot more research that needs to be done into it. I fully acknowledge that. The one part of it, though, that I am absolutely certain of, beyond a reasonable doubt, is that people are shitty enough to do it. There are some. There are some, for sure. And I think in the sports world, there's more than you would think. Um, <clears throat> I also think the reason it hasn't been made like a big deal it's just because there haven't been, hasn't been that many people that we know of. And it just in general, women's sports are less popular. Mm-hmm. I think it would be... The WNBA. I think it would be really crazy if there was something like... Um, if it was the other way, if it was a transgender female to male who came up the ranks and no one knew and suddenly they're like an NHL player or something, you know, like dominating. And then, yeah. And they're like a really good NHL player. Cause you wouldn't have that conversation the other way. Then it would just be like, Oh, that's really cool. You know, for some people, well, I'm sure there would still be, there's some assholes, but there would, would, but there wouldn't, my point, there wouldn't be like, Oh, she had an advantage because, or he has an advantage because she used to, Damn it! No, but <laughs> he then has an be, advantage because he used to be they, a woman. They'd be saying she's t- or he's taking testosterone to supplement. Oh, um, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. He's on a has an unfair advantage because he's taking testosterone. Yeah, you're right. That's true. That would happen. So if I, it was good. Yeah. Yes. If it was bad. No one would care. No. That, that's exactly that's what I mean there hasn't been the, really this thing but where think, someone's really good I other than that one runner th- there needs to be some sort of reconciliation with the trans population in sports uh, and I hope that it's done in a reasonable way it won't be uh, no but you know it's it, it's interesting and um, and y- you want to see these athletes treated fairly um and you know it's gonna i I think it's sadly gonna be one of those things that's gonna be end up like being decided in courts well do you have anything else before your sd card runs out of space i still have two hours and 57 minutes according to this but no, I don't no, think we can go that long. No. no, no offense, but after you lost an episode once, my trust in you is low. Oh, oof! That almost happened when I was recording with my buddy the other day. Mm-hmm. Like we ran out of space in the car. I didn't realize we were like right at the limit. We only mm-hmm. missed like a minute of the podcast. Got lucky. But I was like, motherfucker! Got lucky. It was a real good episode. I was like, you son of a fucking whore! Are you serious? So, all right. SD well. card management. Izzy, it was real good to see you. And hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.